You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 73, How to Be Confident When You Lack Confidence in Your Capability. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. So how can you feel confident when you lack confidence in your capability? Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are not capable. It doesn't mean that you don't have the right education or enough education or training or experience to feel confident about your capability. What I'm talking about here in this episode is when you convince yourself that you are not capable despite all of that, despite having the right education, the right training, the right experience, Despite all of that, you convince yourself that you are not capable. How can you feel confident when you lack confidence in your capability? And those are the things that you are probably asking yourself or telling yourself in these moments. And that's what we're going to focus on in today's episode. The first question you really need to ask yourself is, do you have the right training or experience in order to have the capability that you want or the capability that you expect you should have? And sometimes you might answer no to that question. No, you don't have the right training. You don't have the right experience or enough experience to feel capable. And that is probably why you don't have confidence in your capability. And if that's the case, then what you need to do is to seek out appropriate courses or training to build up your skill. And when you do that, you will naturally start to feel more confident in your capability. But that is not the kind of lack of confidence in your capability I'm talking about in this episode. What I'm really talking about is when you answer yes to that question, when you answer When you hear the question, do you have the right training or experience in order to have the capability you want? And you answer yes. Yes, I have the right training. Yes, I have the right experience. Yet, I still lack confidence in my capability. I should be confident, right? I've done everything I needed to do in order to be confident or feel confident in that particular area, but I don't. And if that sounds like you, If you can relate to this, then what we're talking about is imposter syndrome, and that is the focus of this episode. We really need to start the discussion with the issue of imposter syndrome because this is what holds so many high-achieving people back in their career and it prevents them from truly feeling confident in their capability when they should feel confident in their capability because they have done everything they needed to do in order to be competent right? So you need to overcome imposter syndrome in order to feel more confident about your capability. So we're going to talk about that first, and then I'm going to delve into some ideas on how you can deal with imposter syndrome, because that's really what is holding you back from feeling confident about your capability. We're going to deal with imposter syndrome, and I'm going to offer some steps on how you can try to overcome imposter syndrome and not let it stop you, not let it get you get in your way, and not let it stop you from feeling confident in your job or in your life in general. 
So what is imposter syndrome? Well, Wikipedia defines imposter syndrome as a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. It's really common in high-achieving professionals and perfectionists. I know some of you listening in, probably many of you listening in, are very high-achieving professionals, and you are probably perfectionists as well. It's basically people who are constantly striving to better themselves, people who are always wanting to improve. Uh, Those are the kinds of people who commonly get imposter syndrome. And it's really because they're always aiming higher you are always aiming higher. You, you're you never in the place where you feel truly satisfied with your achievements. And that could be something many of you listening can relate to. If you've ever felt you've had goals to achieve and you've worked to achieve those goals, you have actually achieved those goals. You might spend a couple of minutes celebrating, being happy about achieving your those goals, but then you're quickly onto the next thing that you need to do, Right. You might be able to relate to that. I know I am very much like that myself. I tend not to celebrate or reflect on the things that I've achieved. I'm always thinking, what's the next thing to do? What's the next thing to do? So this is very common when you are high achieving or when you're a perfectionist. You're always planning the next thing you need to learn, the next skill that you want to acquire or the next goal that you want to achieve. But imposter syndrome, it doesn't discriminate. You don't have to only be high achieving or perfectionist to experience it. Anyone from any gender, any occupation, and any culture can experience imposter syndrome. Basically, when you have imposter syndrome, it stops you feeling confident in your capability at work or anywhere else in your life. Even if you are 100% capable of doing a task, your self-doubt kicks in. And you convince yourself that you are not ready, you're not intelligent enough, you're not experienced enough. And this negative self-talk and self-doubt, it's a big part of imposter syndrome that prevents you from feeling confident in your capability. In fact, it actually damages it to the extent that you might not even try. Basically, you convince yourself that you're not capable, therefore you don't feel confident in your capability, and therefore you don't try. So this is the cycle that imposter syndrome causes, and that is what is probably stopping you from feeling confident in your capability at work or in other things in your life. So now we need to talk about how to overcome it. We know what imposter syndrome is, now how can we overcome it and how can we stop it from interfering in our life and stop it from preventing us feeling confident in our capability? So I'm going to share with you three strategies that you can try, and these are very easy strategies. They are strategies that have definitely worked for me. Uh, Sometimes you might forget about these strategies. You might need some prompts and some reminders. You might need to come back to this episode and listen to it again every couple of months. So you make sure that you stay on track and stay committed to working through and dealing with your imposter syndrome. So the first thing you need to do is to stop comparing yourself to others, especially to people who are more experienced and more senior than you are. And this is the reason why most people lack confidence in their ability or their capabilities, because they're constantly comparing themselves to people who have more experience, who have more seniority in their career or in the company. They're constantly comparing themselves to those people. And 
It is surprising because really there is no logic to it. If we're talking about high achieving professionals, intelligent professionals who suffer from imposter syndrome, it is in a way surprising that you would compare yourself to other people who are more experienced and more senior. Because really, when you think about it, how can you expect to be as competent as someone who is more experienced or who has more training than you do? How is that possible? How can a high achieving and a very intelligent professional question themselves in an illogical way like this? But we do it, right? It's just a natural human instinct. So when you are comparing yourself to others, I want you to realize that it's not logical. It doesn't make sense. You are more intelligent than that. And we all need to stop comparing ourselves to others. The best advice I have for you here is to compare yourself with your past self. This is really the only healthy type of comparison that exists. So compare yourself with how you were last year, how you were two years ago, how you were 10 years ago. What is the progress you've made? How have you developed? How have you evolved as a person? What skills have you equipped yourself with? And when you start thinking about this, I'm pretty confident that you will begin to see that already you are not the same person you were two years ago. You may not even be the same person you were six months ago. You're a lot more experienced. You're a lot more intelligent. You have grown as a professional. And that's really what you should be comparing yourself against, to your past self, not to other people who have a completely different life story to you. I know it's easier said than done, and I'm telling you to not compare yourself to others, uh, but to be honest, I'm guilty of this. Social media doesn't help, right? Every time you open LinkedIn on your phone or Instagram, they're the social media platforms I use the most, it is so easy to just scroll through your feed and see other people's posts, see the achievements they've made, because that's all people post about, right, is mostly their achievements. It's very rare that people post about their struggles or the difficult things that they're facing. People mostly post about their achievements. And when you see that constantly, constantly, you naturally think you are not as good as those people. You naturally think that you are less than those people. The only way to get around this is to switch off from social media and This is something that I do on a regular basis. I even go to the extent of blocking certain people or muting accounts if they don't make me feel good about myself. And that's something I encourage you to do as well, to mute accounts, because you can do that both on LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm not sure about the other social media platforms, but I know Instagram and LinkedIn, you can do it. Block or mute people who make you feel less than adequate and only consume content that makes you feel positive about yourself. That's the only way you're going to be able to build a lasting level of confidence about yourself and about your own capability and about what you have achieved and what you can achieve in the future. And every time you catch yourself comparing yourself to someone else, literally pinch yourself. Over time, you will learn to stop doing this negative thought process. You will stop comparing yourself to other people. Now, I do want to talk about a side note when it comes to comparing yourself to other people. It is 
possible for some people to compare themselves to others in a healthy way. So when you use this to drive yourself, when you use this to motivate yourself to achieve something that someone else has achieved, something that you would like to achieve yourself, it can create a a sense of motivation. It can drive you to achieve those things as well. This is a type of comparison that I have used um, throughout my life for many different things, whether it's work-related or whether it's not work-related. It's a type of comparison that I've used many times. But the difficult thing with this is that you do have to be very careful that it doesn't drag you into negative territory, that it doesn't drag you down because it can create a lot of good. It can really push you to do some amazing things in your life. But if you are comparing yourself to someone who is way ahead of you, like I mentioned before, in terms of experience, in terms of training, uh, in terms of, in terms of other areas, if you're comparing yourself to someone who is way, way ahead of you, and it is not possible for you to catch up to that person, then it can tend to drag you down. So, so some people can compare themselves to others and use it in a positive way to drive them, to motivate them. But if you do this, be careful that it doesn't drag you down, that it doesn't cause you to feel more negative about yourself. The second tip I want to share with you is to rewrite your internal narrative. So the internal narrative, that's the dialogue that you tell yourself. It's your inner self-talk where you convince yourself that you are not intelligent enough, not experienced enough, that people are going to discover sooner or later that you're not good enough. And this self-talk, it's almost always negative, right? I mean, how often does your self-talk paint you in a positive light? (laughs) Probably doesn't most of the time. I can tell you that when I catch myself, you know, reciting my internal narrative, 90% of the time it's negative. It's about something I tell myself I can't do or I shouldn't do. We need to stop this negative self-talk. We need to stop convincing ourselves and telling ourselves that we can't, that we are not good enough, that we're not intelligent enough, not experienced enough. When I help my clients through this process, There's one thing that I share with them that really resonates with a lot of people. And I say that that internal narrative you have, it isn't real. It's not based on fact or reality. It's based on illusions in your mind that you're convincing yourself with. These are all illusions that you're telling yourself you're not intelligent enough, you're not experienced enough. They are illusions in your mind and you're convincing yourself with those illusions. They're not real you can replace them with positive self-talk. And that is what I want you to consciously start doing. Every time you have a negative thought about your capability, no matter what it is, if it's negative, no matter what it is, write it down. And then I want you to cross it out with a big marker, a red marker, whatever color you choose. Then replace it with a sentence that highlights something positive about you, something positive about your capability, something positive about your achievements. And when you do this over time, when you write down that negative thought, when you cross it out and replace it with something positive, over time, it will retrain your brain to use positive self-talk instead of negative self-talk. This is the only way you can really rewrite your internal narrative and help yourself to overcome imposter syndrome. This is something that I do. It's something that definitely works for me. And when you see those words, when you see that negative self-talk written on the piece of paper, quite often 
you you immediately realize, well, this is ridiculous. Why am I telling myself this? This is not true. So even before you cross it out with the red marker, you quite often realize that what you are telling yourself, what you have written down on that piece of paper is absurd. And with that realization at that point, that is a major step to overcoming imposter syndrome and a major step to you feeling more confident in your capability. The third strategy I want to share is to record your achievements. And this is probably one of the most positive things that you can do to help overcome imposter syndrome. This is where you record your life achievements or your career achievements. They could be work-related or they could be personal, but the purpose is to have something that will remind you of how wonderful, of how intelligent, how achieved and how capable you are. Whenever I'm feeling down about myself, I look at this list and it immediately helps me to build my self-confidence and it reminds me that I am capable that I have achieved things in my life. It's really about convincing yourself. When you see those achievements written down on the piece of paper, it becomes more real to you. Because quite often what happens is when we lack confidence in our capabilities because we forget about our achievements, we forget that we're capable, we forget that we are achieved, We forget that we actually have a reason to be proud and to be confident. I don't know about you, but when I am always looking to the next thing to achieve, the next goal to achieve, the next plan to put in place, I am forgetting about the things I've achieved in the past. When you are always forward focused, when you are always looking to the future, looking to what you are going to do in the future, you can tend to forget about the past and what you have done in the past. And that can be detrimental. It can cause the imposter syndrome. It can cause you to feel less confident in your capability because those things are done. They are forgotten. They're in the past. You have moved forward. And when you're constantly moving forward, looking at learning new skills, doing things you've never done before, you are always in the beginner seat as well. You are always looking to learn new things. And when you're in this position, you can easily forget that you have already developed a high level of skill in a different area. So you need to remind yourself of your achievements and internalize your success to truly believe that you are deserving of success and that you can achieve amazing things in your life. So what I want you to do now is make a list of five things that you have achieved, five things that you are proud of, reasons why you should feel confident in your capability. Five things. Get out a piece of paper and write those five things down, either now or when you have finished listening to this episode. If you're driving or if you're running, please don't do it right now. And what I want you to do is to read this list of the five things you have achieved whenever you lack confidence in your capability. Just like with rewriting your internal narrative over time, you will remind yourself with this constant reminding yourself of what you have achieved, you will realize that you are capable and you will develop a higher level of confidence in your capability. So I really hope that these three strategies will be helpful for you. Uh, I hope they gave you some concrete things that you can do to increase your confidence in your capability to rid yourself of imposter syndrome and to continue growing as a professional. I certainly don't want you to hold yourself back. I know you are intelligent. I know you are experienced enough. 
the thing is, there's so much competition out there. There's so many other people or other things in general, putting obstacles in your way, putting obstacles in the direction of where you want to go in your career or in your life as well. I don't want you to put obstacles in your own way. And essentially that's what you're doing when you are preventing yourself from feeling confident in your capability through imposter syndrome, you are putting an obstacle in your own way. You are preventing yourself from achieving the goals that you want to achieve. And I think this is a good point to end this episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time. hope you enjoyed this episode of the leadership pod thank you so much for listening if you did find some useful tips in this episode then please leave a review on apple Podcasts. don't forget to check out my youtube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader and i would love to hear from you via social media you can find me on linkedin instagram tiktok and facebook the links are on my website take care and thanks again for listening